Welcome to Wisdom Talk Radio, a collaborative community of explorers in conscious living. You know, at a fundamental level, if if you've been hanging out with me here for a while, how we use our creative life force energy determines the trajectory of our of our life, of our personal life. And if we wish to live life aligned with the evolutionary forces at play, that is expanding consciousness, remembering who we truly are, then the whole of humanity gets to flourish. My guest today uh, shared this, and it really nails it to me. Sexual consciousness is not the only component of bringing about a shift in human evolution but it is one of the main keys to opening the door. Unless we bring consciousness to sexual life force energy, the evolutionary impulse, the force, the spark of life, whatever we want to call it, we may devolve instead of evolve. Don't you just love that? I do. So stay with me, listen in, join me, and welcome. Welcome to our listeners, our viewers. I'm Laurie Seymour, host of Wisdom Talk Radio and CEO and founder of the Baca Institute, home of the quantum connection process. Head there to the Baca Institute to discover your unique connection with the essence of who you are by taking the quantum connection quiz. I design this because we are each designed, we as an individual are each designed to directly connect with source in our own unique way. And knowing your own style, both your superpowers and your learning edge, helps us to open a deeper connection with who we are and with the universe. So it is the secret to me to creating what you truly want in your life. Because who you are is exactly who is needed. Dr. Elsbeth Moyt and Freddie Zental Weaver have assisted thousands of couples and singles to create lasting intimacy and fulfillment in their life and relationships. Yes, we're going to talk about sex. They're going to talk about sex. And yet sex in this context that really is about everything, about everything, everything, period. They are featured on Showtime's documentary series, Sexual Healing, and the Emmy Award-winning NBC show, Starting Over. They are best-selling authors of Sexual Enlightenment and the co-founders of Tantra Nova Institute in Chicago. Elsbeth and Freddie Zental are beloveds, husband and wife, as well as business partners. Welcome to Wisdom Talk Radio, Elsbeth and Freddie Zental. I'm delighted to have you here. Thank you so much, Lori. Good to be. Thanks for having us on. Well, we're going to have fun, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Not going to have it any other way. Right, right. Nor should we, right? I mean, uh, I, I, this is a, a big topic, a big area that we're diving into. 
and I can't imagine doing it with someone other than the two of you. Mm. That's sweet. sweet. (laughs) Wow, that's great. So I'd love to have you start out by just by talking about what you mean or what you think of when you talk about integrating sexuality and spirituality. Mm. And then, you know, and then I want to bring in one other piece around that, which is around sacred sexuality. And so I'm going to open us up with that and let's see where we go. You know, Lloyd, forever we've been procreating with this energy, creating life. It's what it does. Mm-hmm. And the last hundred or so years, we've been recreating with the development of contraceptive. So what we've been teaching through our institute and long before we had our work uh, for the last 22 years here is how to co-create with this life force of sexual energy. Yeah. And there is an intelligence when we bring consciousness to it. Uh, you know, this energy creates life and it's pleasurable when we're in it. And when we bring consciousness to it, creativity and pleasure start showing up in areas of life that seem completely unrelated to sex in this process of living. Yeah. And I, I use that term co-creation a lot um, because it, for me, it's about co-creating with source. We're co-creating with the life force always, no matter what we do. Yeah. So let's let's build on this further. I would like actually to start out with make a disti- making a distinction between sex and sexual energy. Mm-hmm. It's the act in which we are engaged, involved, inhabited, enveloped in that wonderful energy however it's only one expression of that energy yeah so because when you speak of source what it elicits in me is that source is coming through me in various ways again mm-hmm. it up it manifests itself in different forms with mm-hmm. you know that the sexual energy, the life force energy, is what I'm sourced with and by. Mm. And so, and then, of course, just like the love source, mm-hmm. or the Absolutely. consciousness source. Now, in the end, they are not that different. Mm-hmm. You know, they are one, and yet there are distinctions in, I would mm-hmm. call it, or the texture, you know. Mm. I want to come back to that because I, I I read that and I made notes about that notes a note of that and I don't I don't know yet. I mean I feel like we're going to go in there. <laughs> I just want to bring it together that then also that whole distinction we have in our cultural actually separation of the sexual and the spiritual yeah they don't belong together however what could be more spiritual than bringing life new life into this world Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely so it's like and and our practice the tantric practice and what we teach and what we, you know, live in our own individual and couplehood, individual life and couplehood is to 
be in that connection and where the earthly being of me that expresses itself in my body and in my sexual, in my, uh, you know, sensations, mm -hmm. and my awareness, my consciousness, my higher self, my heavenly being, because in this life here, they are within me at the same time. So it's in like, that way, there isn't a separation. Exactly. Yeah. They exist. So, so what I have learned over the years and uh, I'm practicing is the connecting of my life force, sexual energy, feeling mm -hmm. my higher self and my higher self informing myself so then there is a dance mm -hmm. and of course if i want to be in the dance i want to have this channel open yes it's yes the top of the head and that is where the work resides because my heart mm -hmm. may have broken and i may feel constriction there or it may not show up as an aware constriction but what I invite into my life in terms of love, intimacy, relationship may be off. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. of why can't I bring the beloved in? Well, I am with a beloved, but there are too many differences. So we are already, we are often in a friction. Something, this is how it could show up mm -hmm. when there's, mm -hmm. let's say, in the heart center in that vortex, energy vortex, can be in any vortex of this major seven vortices, you know. So if I want to connect my sexual life-giving self, that spark, mm -hmm. with my spiritual self, my higher self, mm -hmm. the process, we get to discover what's in the way. And then, we ah. and then it's all about coming back into flow. It's all about coming back into flow. It is. So there's something in that I want to ask about or I want to dive into a little. For me, the heart center is also, it's not just the emotional heart center. It's also that connection between the heart and the brain. And it's also the connection to me with, with presence. So there's something in that about how we, how we separate from that essence of love if there is a disturbance. Yeah. You Have know, you found I, that? Yeah, this is where we live, Laura. You know, our minds are so busy. And, you know, people come to the work here at Tantra Nova having done meditation, some not. And many people say, oh, my mind's so busy, I just can't meditate, you know. And that's what we do. Our minds are, you know, figuring out how to fly to the moon and, you know, all these wonderful things we can do since we last 200 years, a uh, thousand years ago when we became aware of our own existence. You know, it's just busy. You know, we think we're, we're kind of a little full of ourselves, you know. <laughs> and yet there's a primordial uh, beingness to ourselves, which we tap mm -hmm. into, particularly when we are in a sexually activated state. It's an altered state of awareness. You know, our endorphins and serotonin and oxytocin, our emotional selves are more loving, present. And then the distinctions that we teach, how you can uh, you turn that into a meditation uh, to get more deeply connected to something as an intention that we want to create and bring into our lives. It has been mm -hmm. 
coming from that there's nobody out there but ourselves, we start to see some of the unconscious automatistic things that we do that create what we're getting to mm-hmm. then conscious, to then what we call flatten some of that stuff to then put graces and flow towards what we most deeply desire. And that's a very uh-huh. practical approach to how we're working with teaching sexual meditation. Sure, sure. And and sexual, um, when you say flatten, you're meaning to kind of decharge it? Exactly. Okay. Flatten the, the uh, yeah, the impact of something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or how could she say, whatever it might be, flatten right, give right. the emotional charge, yes. So in all of this, there is that sense of, of sacred sexuality that yeah, we can have that moment of, hey, we're turned on and we're excited by something or someone. But it's there's another step or another piece to that you're bringing in. Yeah, well, there's several. One, you can have fun with sex. Obviously, you can have, you know, mm-hmm. create life with it. And meditating with it is a new concept and old. Mm-hmm. You know, do these practices with yourself or and with a partner. Mm-hmm. And the way you teach the sexual meditation, there's a construct in terms of a receiver and there's a giver. Because that's a very different way to enter into your sexual, whatever levels that is, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of being with your own energy, if you're given to, without the expectation of having to give to another or being uh, judged by another. If you have an intention about something and you get in touch with something in that altered state and tears show up, mm-hmm. there's nothing but a receiver to say, oh, well, you know, uh, I'm trying to make you feel good. There's no mm-hmm. using that altered state to get to something yeah we use the this awareness of sexual energy so mm-hmm. here's the thing that this sexual energy is primal it is to have an orgasm i don't have to think we are like animals which is the mm-hmm. wonderful part that we like so much because there are a few moments in the orgasmic mm-hmm. and we don't think the mind mm-hmm. go together it's like a moment of freedom from yes. this, you know? And so this is built into us just like it's built into animals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's different between the human and the animal is that we as humans are aware of being aware. So animals mm-hmm. have as, as well, however, they are not conscious of being conscious. Right. They don't have that self-awareness. Exactly. It's that the self-reflectiveness. Mm-hmm. And that is where everything can shift. So we are not just in response to an impulse. The sexual mm-hmm. energy is when it shows up, like, you know, getting horny. It's an impulse. Mm-hmm. I don't things. Oh, Elspeth, do you want to get horny now? <laughs> no, it's just, it's like, just there. It overcomes me. Yeah. You know, just like with anger. It's an impulse. I, I don't think, oh, Elspeth, do you want to get angry now? No, I find myself angry. It has me. Yeah. Now, the difference here is that I can become aware of my impulses and how I use impulse here is not a negative. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's something that's it's a human condition. It, it goes off. It's mm-hmm. good or bad. The important thing here is that to come to seeing that I have agency to choose. Yes. That's, yes. Which means 
that I want to become aware of how I feel right now. Mm-hmm. Like, go back to that feeling horny. Mm-hmm. I all the impulse. It's wonderful. <clears throat> Nothing good or bad about it. Mm-hmm. However, when I just follow the impulse, I'm not in a place where I can use the impulse to guide and channel. Ah. And <clears throat> this is where then sexual meditation comes in mm-hmm. just any other meditation like we may focus on the breath so our mind is focused on the breath it's a channeling of the mind mm-hmm. we become the breath and everything dis- else disappears in the same way <clears throat> we can bring our awareness to that spark mm-hmm. And with the breath, I can move the spark from my sexual center up into my heart center. Elish mm-hmm. the love connection with myself. <clears throat> Connect with my spiritual, my consciousness. Mm-hmm. And starts and where we use sexual energy as a fuel. Exactly. And that's something that I have worked with a fair bit and, and teach um, because it, it's it's such an uh, important way of working with the life force. And, I'm, and I, you know, I love that you bring all three of those pieces into place or into, into relationship. And it's, and it's loaded, you know, for, you know, mm-hmm. you know, for guys in particular, the tantric practices is there's all the variations that there are with Tantra Nova, Tantra Nu. So we're integrating aspects of the old approach mm-hmm. to transformation and the new Western approach to transformation. And Tantra it was one of the original yogas of the energetic body, and we're and it's all energy. Our thoughts mm-hmm. are energy, we're just a denser form of it. Um, so for guys, it's about bringing consciousness to this unconscious aspect of our sexuality and learning to separate ejaculation from orgasm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of guys come to the practices, and they've you know heard uh, an article where Sting said about thirty years ago, whatever. We make I make love to my wife for eight hours, you know, and they think it's all about just you know love making and banging and having you know mm-hmm. off the the ejaculatory reflex. But there is and there is a practice to learn to do that, and it will inform your mutual love making. Yet the um, the process is encompassing letting go of the unconsciousness we have around the sexual beingness. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. like a guy with their little erection, ma, look, no hands, you know, and <laughs> by their little heads the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. So we start to learn, as Elizabeth mentioned earlier, bringing that energy up to the heart. Mm-hmm. Then we meet her at her heart, and then she can trust. And then you can have sex or not sex, but but there's, there's a connection. We work mm-hmm. with a lot of couples who come and they're to us and, and they're in the peak of their sexual aliveness in their lives. And she's like, I don't know if he loves me. And he's like, of course I love you, honey. Look at my erection. Uh, mm-hmm. Your heart. So for men, it's about learning to bring some consciousness to this but unconscious aspect of our beingness. And for women, it's about opening up and really owning their sexuality. Uh, and that's happening more and more. So a lot about permission, actually on both sides. Permission to love, permission to be sexual. Yeah. And then, you know, in the bedroom, once you bring consciousness in the bedroom, that feeling starts to show up as a way of listening in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Practices to nuns and priests if they were vowed to celibacy. It's about being what this energy invokes us being 
It's where this leads us. You know, it's like that's the intelligence of energies. It leads us back to something that really supports existence. I mean, creativity and life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So I hope. If someone is in a place in their life, whether they've taken a vow of celibacy, whatever, how would you speak to them or work with them? Uh, And either of you can answer this, however this is, as a way of working with that life force so that it's not about squashing it and it's also not about letting it come out in some mm, inappropriate way. I should take please, it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you said a lot. Please. You too. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that energy, I just like to call it life force energy because mm-hmm. the word sexual and sex is so loaded already. Right. Having a new listening for what we are talking about here, we want to bring a new listening. And so that for me with women, it's much more, I don't call it sexual, and it is fueled by that sexual energy. Mm -hmm. They call it awaken to your feminine essence. Mm -hmm. It is an essence that moves through this, the feminine that over the millennia may have gotten vilified. Mm -hmm. Playfulness, creativity, you know, um, that perhaps through early um, negative experiences like sexual abuse, emotional, physical abuse, um, or culturally, you know, that when a woman expresses herself freely in the sexual Mm -hmm. realm, she may be considered a whore or a slut mm-hmm. like men you know they are considered playboys they have harems they are being lauded mm-hmm. absolutely and instead we have on the other side we have the witch trials right mm, exactly right. and when i work with women both uh, of us work i work with women have a women's workshop freddie works with men only as well. and we have our COVID workshops for couples and singles when i work with women and i'm coming back to what your question or what you brought up here that mm-hmm. connecting with oneself in the solo being um it is for women to reawaken to reconnect with that flow in themselves mm. that may take time to reawaken because the feminine energy and i'm speaking not only about heterosexual women what i'm saying applies to anyone who is more in their feminine in a same-sex couple one woman may be more in her feminine the other one more in her masculine or we call it we call it in her yin or the other one in her yang just Mm to males if there is not that yin and yang present that polarity there mm-hmm. is if we are both in the yang it's like this if we are both in the yin it's like that so there is no 
attraction. Okay. So saying doesn't just apply to heterosexual people or couples. So that reawakening and if a woman or if the one who is in their feminine is in a woman body, usually there is more estrogen. Mm-hmm. And that estrogen, we call it the slow hormone. It calls for reawakening. It's not here like that, unlike male sexual energy, you know, based in testosterone, we call the quick hormone, rises quickly, gets easily excited, and then drop. Like feminine or the one who is in the feminine, rises slowly, hangs out. We don't know if it's coming or going. Mm-hmm. When it gets reawakened, can come up to a plateau and stay on the plateau for a long, long time. Yeah. Orgasms, orgasmic waves, or just being in this orgas- orgasmic ether, you know. And in couplehood, we really want to come to this. Describe that for those people who are listening. What's how would you describe that? Now, because some people will be watching, some people will be listening. <laughs> yeah. So, what I'm showing here is that my one hand um, depicts the mask, the one who's in the masculine, where energy rises quickly, vertically, mm-hmm. and then drops quickly. And the feminine or the one who is in the yin energy rises slowly, hangs out, and then comes up to a plateau. So my other hand shows that. Now, when I use both hands, one goes up, the one of the masculine, Mm -hmm. the one of the feminine is still at the bottom, while the masculine really sustains the energy and circulates within themselves, Mm -hmm. leads the feminine when they have risen to the plateau, and then we can uh, ride the wave together. So there's something about the sustaining aspect of it that seems really important, which is also true for any kind of creation. How do we sustain that inspiration? And, you know, the subtleties of that sustaining. And that's where, you know, someone who's vowed to celibacy can start to tap into the intelligence of this energy and where it leads. When we tap into the subtleties of pleasure, just even feeling the touch on the hand, but particularly when we tap into like a squeeze release, like a kegel of the second chakra or the mm-hmm. area, then we can tap into a sensation, a muscle squeeze. And then if we start to breathe that up into our heart consciously with our attention on that location and intention, mm-hmm. our breath, we can start to use that energy to fuel our aliveness. And so if they were practitioners in uh, this in, in a church or what have you, they could use that energy to be more present, to, to really yeah. connect deeply, to be in a deeper listening. Uh, Not to so- have a sexual relationship with someone in their parish, That's but right. to have a loving relationship because they brought that energy up. With oneself. And, and the beauty is that we can learn to transmute the energy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hold it, and particularly men hold it in a way like I have to, you know, release. I need a release in order. Mm-hmm. And the tantric practice actually, in the beginning, may feel a little. Uh, counterintuitive because that is not what we learned in 
in our culture. Mm -hmm. We want to talk about separating. Yes, yeah. yeah, separating ejaculation from orgasm and transmuting sexual energy is part of the practice for men. Uh, energy is one. So, you know, you can light a light, drive a car, power a light bulb. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, but when it manifests as sexual energy, it is unique in that it creates life and it's pleasure, pleasurable. And with our breath and uh, awareness, we can learn to not have an ejaculation where we lose or have refractory that energy. We can circulate it consciously with our breath through our hearts or with a partner and mm -hmm. just complete. And we still have energy available to do whatever else we're up to, you know? So I don't, we don't uh, advocate to never ejaculate. We advocate that you have a choice because a lot of guys think, Oh, I'm going to have blue balls or priapism, the erection mm -hmm. that four hours. You've probably heard that Viagra commercial and if erection should last more than four hours, seek medical attention. <laughs> erection, yay. You know, the key <laughs> You know, is breathing. As long as you're breathing, you're yeah. oxygenating those spongy tissues of the penis or the lingam, which is the Sanskrit term for mm -hmm. wand of light. Much more endearing than dighead or something. <laughs> so the, 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 the next piece around creativity, though, or and another piece, is say is you're writing a book, or you're creating a painting, or you're cooking dinner. I mean, to bring it to something we all do every day. That sexual life force, that life force can still imbue whatever it is that we're creating. And, and in some ways, you know, the, the ability to bring up that energy into the heart, to bring up that energy and connect it with consciousness allows us to create in that complete way, it seems to me. Yeah, actually, it's so great that you bring this up. We use that energy to fuel mm -hmm. it. The more we do the practice, the more it's embodied, you know. So so it's not like, oh, I have to think now. No, I might may, may just, you know, be in front of the kitchen sink mm -hmm. and the tune. And then, oh, I may just, as Freddie said earlier, squeeze my pelvic floor muscles a few times, which brings blood flow to the area where our sexual center is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I get highly aroused now. And some other person may, I don't know. I <laughs> Yes, is it brings aliveness to it. Wherever there's more blood flow, there's more liveness. And pleasure can only show up when there's more aliveness. Otherwise, pleasure don't show up. Yeah. Let me add too, you know, sometimes people listen to these conversations and the language can get so kind of like existential and big sounding. <laughs> Very simply stated, when you bring consciousness as a meditation in the sexual, mm -hmm. Tapping into the high levels of the arousal and the low levels of the arousal, mm -hmm. that sense of pleasure and sensitivity become more accessible and familiar in areas that are outside of sex. So like in the dinner, okay. for instance, or mm -hmm. in what you're creating, you have a sense of pleasure. You have a sense of what that energy feels like to bring it in. And particularly for guys or, or in women, if you haven't lost the energy in like a, a reflex ejaculation, then that energy is even more available to you. Mm -hmm. So it starts to show up as a way of listening and being in the practices. So that speaks to that um, greater awareness of your your sexual life force, your life force energy that can serve you in the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah, it's ever present. It's pervasive. 
just as an sexual obsession is pervasive. How so? I'm not sure I understand. So it just like with anything else in life, again, I have agency to choose the how I choose to engage even with my thoughts. If I have obsessive thoughts, that is then what drives me. It's uh. You know, like this whole thing uh, uh, around, you know, for so many men now, this obsession with porn, mm -hmm. it's not a freedom. No. no. So in a way, you don't have agency. I mean, you ultimately you do, but the feeling is not one of having agency. We, we are disconnected from that we have agency. The yeah. obsession has me. I don't have the obsession. It's with any obsession, any addiction. Mm -hmm. We all have small addictions and bigger addictions, you know, depending on where we are in life. And mm -hmm. around the sexual energy is that given that it feels so good and we can use it to make us feel good, it may also use it not to feel discomfort. So uh, I go towards the drink so I don't have to feel my discomfortable, uncomfortable feelings. Mm -hmm. I go to use that pleasure sexual experience mm -hmm. to not feel. And then it's like I pacify myself, I pacify myself, I pacify myself. And I'm actually no longer mm -hmm. living life in an alive way and definitely not by choice. Right. Wow. Let me just say one thing. The whole practice, all what we are doing here, is about being alive, like coming back into flow, is aliveness. Nature is in flow. It doesn't mean that there are not constriction, frictions, yeah, but it's it's like when contracting and expanding. And to be in the flow, however, when I stay in one state for a long time, it's like that's a constriction. I'm no longer in flow, which means mm. alive. Like the breath. Yes. Respiration, exhalation. Yes. And that moving of the life force energy that moves up on the inhalation from the base of the spine to the top of the head. Mm -hmm. Again, it does it on its own, just like blood flow runs through me. We are we don't learn about our energy that it runs through us all, all the time until you know. So that is what we want to tune with more. Coming back to what I call the original state, because into this world, or perhaps even earlier. I was in total flow and we can see it with infants. Their spine is so in flow. There is no holding back. Mm -hmm. They are in flow. They don't hold anger against you as a mother. Let's say the baby cries, cries for a while, has to wait for the breast or the bottle and then finally gets the bottle. Half an hour. The baby doesn't hold that against you. You know, you're a bad mom because you didn't. 
woke up from their sleep and looks at you and smiles. You know, it's of course the brain is not developed in the way we are developed as, you know, teenagers and, and adults, but there is something we can glean from in terms of that flow. This flow is aliveness, and this is what the practice is about. Mm. Now, Thank you. I, I wouldn't vilify pornography or the information dissemination highway, uh, but not to get it twisted, I think we're at the beginnings of coming out of the closet with sexuality. And particularly for women who are saying, oh, I never knew I could do that. This is I mean, <sighs> an expression and women can be online and be doing things without the fear of getting hurt, beat up or going to jail. Mm -hmm. Now, that's still a so that's, that's the pendulum. Yeah, that be, that I think you're speaking to consciousness with the sexual, you know, expression, pornography. Mm -hmm. Yet when people gorge themselves at some point, they're going to go, well, what else can we do with this energy? Ah, we can meditate with this energy, too. <laughs> what? Yeah. How yeah. outrageous. Why would I want to meditate with this energy? <laughs> well, because you, you run yourself raw, <laughs> masturbate, <laughs> and you're addicted, and it's, uh, you know, become, become a chronic uh, problem. So now what else can we do? And that's what I think we evolved to because uh, it's not going to go away. Sexuality is not going to go away. It's like, what well, else? We, can we, we hope not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we disappear, right? I mean, right. Not in the laboratory. But I mean, I think that there's still a lot that we are uh, achieving as consciousness on the planet. And I don't know if we're going to make that next spiritual quantum leap to seeing ourselves and each other or the possibility of peace on earth unless we stop the vilification of our sexual selves. Ah, okay. So this brings me to one of the questions that I had, um, which is about the impact on a grander scale or greater scale that you two want to have. You know, why did you create Tantra Nova? Why are you doing the work you have, you are doing? I, I feel like it is a, it's a big picture and that you want to have a big impact. And I'm interested to know, you know, what that is about your sexual consciousness work and where you're seeing it going. Yeah, thank you for this mm -hmm. question because it is so, the genesis really has to do with where I, where we have come from in our own life. Mm -hmm. As it often is when we share, you know, meaningful things with others to support them in their evolution that it comes out of our own evolution. So for me, it's really coming to Tantra and then teaching it had a lot to do with that I at some point was, uh, you know, quite despaired around love and intimacy and had this pattern of attracting unavailable men. And when I hit 50, it really, you know, I saw the trajectory if I wasn't mm -hmm. going to I would end up uh, without lasting intimacy and love in my life before I was going to leave this planet. Mm -hmm. I settle for that. Mm -hmm. In coming to Tantra as a way of, you know, seeing, um, discovering what was in the way for me that I attracted unavailability or more, what was in the way of becoming available both in myself and attracting availability. Tantra was really the key for me because there mm -hmm. 
healing rituals, I discovered, you know, that I had held distrust towards men. And I had no clue about that. Really, I mean, if you had known me, you know, 25 years ago, I've, you know, I was very charming. I was inviting and mm-hmm. all of that. I didn't look like a distrusting bitch. Well, <laughs> <laughs> underneath, there was something that was not accessible to the conscious mind mm-hmm. that ran the show. And that was the discovery for me. And of course, in the tantric learning and healing, it is a whole beingness exploration of the body of our sexual self of our love and emotional you know our consciousness Mm -hmm. ritual self it's it's all interactive and in that and we don't just talk about it because often we cannot access that what's on the cellular level through the conscious mind So I don't think we can. <laughs> so, so it it was really uh, so heart opening. Everything my life shifted out of it. I was a management consultant at the time. Mm-hmm. Left the consulting firm and declared that I was going to create a tantra school in Chicago. I mean, mm-hmm. there was nothing in place, you know. And then. After my healing, tantric healing, six months later, Freddie came into my life. Uh, and he was just so ready to create with me. You know, he was in mm-hmm. corporate America and it was just like a saving grace, wasn't it? Yeah. And I had been practicing Tantra personally since I was 13. Uh, and I was introduced at an early age. My father gave me a book to read on sex uh, and meditation. He was a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. I was spending a lot of time in the shower going through my puberty. You know? <laughs> and he said, I know what he's up to. Yeah, he tried to learn himself in there. Let me give him some consciousness stuff. To and uh, so when I met Elspeth, yeah, like she said, you know, it was perfect timing. And uh, 22 years ago, and we've been teaching this book, tapes, television, and couples and individuals all over the world. And yeah. Wow. And, and yeah. I really, through my own healing and clearing, mm-hmm. and then opening up, into this beautiful relationship with Freddie, I said, yeah, I want to share this with other women and then with men and with couples uh, over the years. And that there is healing available at a very primal foundational level that we often don't pay attention to. Mm -hmm. The more we may pay attention more to our mind or even emotion, you know, Mm -hmm. through the whole onset of therapy being more legitimate, you know, like as a way of of transformation or other Mm -hmm. transformational programs, which is wonderful because things have opened up both through meditation and our mindfulness and plant medicine. There's a lot of emotional uh, embodied work, right? right. Energetic work. Right. I I had to leave being a psychotherapist because I knew that there was a next step. Yes. And I experienced it. And so I understand. I really appreciate when, you know, that you both had that, demarcation on your on your life journey where it was like mm, gotta leave this because there's something here that i see and experience that is more true yeah. yes yeah we I, I like to say that we you know as opposed to linguistic shifts that can happen in terms mm-hmm. of 
a lot of the therapeutic approaches, we're, we're uh, teaching shift through energetic shift. Absolutely. Yes. It's happened then, it's happening at the cell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. bringing our awareness, our connection to that life giving energy yeah. that, you know, as we know, fuels our lives if we know it or not. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right, and, right there. And, and <laughs> that through that coming back into wholeness, because back into wholeness, the reintegration of the physical sexual with the love, the, the mental and the spiritual brings me back into wholeness within it allows then for greater fulfillment. Not mm-hmm. I can have satisfaction when I'm in the sexual act. Yeah. Fulfillment is a different question. Mm-hmm. Satisfaction is more temporary. Fulfillment is a state of <laughs> You know, I talk about the difference between happiness and joy. And I see that in the same way. Joy, happiness is that ephemeral moment and it's dependent upon something outside happening. And joy is that constant when we tap into it. And then the opening of that in relationship. Yeah. It cannot open in relationship if I don't open to myself. Mm-hmm. It can be a simultaneous process. So when couples come to us, they both work individually within mm-hmm. and then also together. So there are particular practices, solo practices and then partner practices. I'm not just talking about sexual meditation. Mm-hmm. Meditation practices, breathing practices, body work, you know, uh, tapping into the subconscious processes and so forth. And then opening up that flow within couplehood that can be on the heart level, it can be on the sexual center level. It's all about flow, heal the flow, heal the flow, heal the flow. And so so it's like we come into flow and then, of course, you know, sexual energy, given that the man learns to bring up his wonderful life force energy up into his heart that Freddie spoke about earlier, connecting from his heart to my heart when my heart opens, my sexual center opens. It's just the opposite. His sexual center opens up quickly. My heart opens quickly when I want to connect. I feel it in my heart center. When Freddie wants to connect, he feels it in his sexual center. We both want to connect. We come from different loci. And in the practice, the tantric practice, the man breathes up into the heart so that this can be transmuted, the intensity. The energy, he just brings it up into the heart and then and then we have a circuit. So that's okay. So what you just said, you have a circuit. So there's very much about creating that circuit. And that's really, really important. How does that, I want to go, one last question is, how does that circuit translate into your everyday life? Okay, so we have what we call tantra quickies, you know. <laughs> for instance, Elspeth might be working at the computer, and and um, 
we have an agreement. So I might come over or vice versa and I'll just do like a mudra on the heart center in the front and mm-hmm. in, the back, in the back. And then she'll just stop what she's doing. And then we breathe together. Mm. And we let our thoughts go. and We just become present to the breath and the moment. And that is so energizing. Mm-hmm. Affirming in terms of the now and outside of the mind, you know, thing that we do. And, and we remember. Yeah. We, and we can circulate energy this way too, receiving so, on the inhalation, sending mm-hmm. on the- So Freddie has one hand uh, on my heart center, the other on the back for the people who may not be able to mm-hmm. see. And then we breathe in together and breathe out together in a synchronized way. And that allows us to immediately drop into our heart center. Yeah. Which out of the busyness, oh, I'm so preoccupied. Mm-hmm. What? He's coming over now. I don't have time. No. When he does this, and this is what Frey said earlier, we have an agreement. It doesn't mm-hmm. work. Agreement. Right. And one of us comes to the other in that way, not in the middle of a Zoom conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Except for this one. <laughs> But we take this, sometimes it's just a minute. Yeah. And it's a recalibration, dropping into the heart. And with that position of the hand on my heart, I can't but drop into my heart. Right. Bring my awareness to the breath and breathe in with him. It's not only a connection with my heart self, it's a connection with Freddie's heart self. Mm. So that is how we connect. And this is why we call them tantric quickies. They are not about (laughs) uh, interaction. It's about having a subtle energy, subtle energy, heart connection, subtle energy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You used, Elspeth, you used a word. I don't even know if you realize you used it, but you said it's about remembering. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really profound because for me, it's about remembering who I really am, which is I am love. I am connected. I am of that essence. And in that moment of connection, of that circuit completing, there is a beautiful remembrance. Life is for you. I call this thing remembering what we've forgotten. Because in the beginning, we're in the womb and it's womb service and we're just floating in the embryonic fluid. It's like, oh my God, it's so wonderful. And then we're born and we're whoosh, you know, bright lights, whacking the bottom. Some guys are getting their wee-wees cut and you're thinking, send me back. You know, and then life happens, the good days, bad days, rainy days, good, bad, up and down. And then we get to a certain level in our life where there's something that we would like to create more of. But we are also this play of this neurosynaptic memory of all these experiences that we've had. That's what we the world from. But the good news and what connects us to this universe that goes on for ad infinitum is our imagination. Mm-hmm. This thing to visualize and imagine something that hasn't been before. And that's the quantum. Anything's possible in the moment. And it mm-hmm. requires letting go of what we know. And a lot of what we know, we don't even know we know. It's running in the background, 70% of things. <laughs> so we use these practices to remember what we've forgotten. Yes, exactly. Beautiful. Beautifully said. <clears throat> wow. So. With that, I want to ask you, whoever would like to say to share with their audience, how can they get more? How can they find more? How can they find out more about who you are and about what you're up to? Yeah, thank you so much, Lori. So a couple of ways. 
Um, you can go to our website at tantranova.com, T-A-N-T-R-A-N-O-V-A.com, Tantranova. There is lots of material. There's also our book, Sexual Enlightenment, uh, accessible. And, uh, of course, our programs, our workshops. And then we thought we not just leave you with a conversation, however, also with a gift so that you can learn, you know, the foundations that will lead you to sexual meditation. And it's a gift. It's a class, a video class uh, on sexual meditation and um, an introductory. So there are practices you can bring into your everyday life around the breath, connecting with the channel, you know, within you that lays the foundation for then later on bringing this to aroused energy. Mm, wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, I'll, I will have the link to that in the show notes as well as the link to their website. And um, this is wonderful. Thanks, Lori. Uh, any, any last words or anything you'd like to share that I've forgotten to ask you? I'm sure that, well, we could go on for a long time, but in this moment. <laughs> I Thank you for this conversation of depth and inspiration. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I would say just a reminder for the listeners, if you don't know where to look in your life, just look at whatever you aren't owning mm -hmm. in your life and either own it or change it. And do the <laughs> you have agency, you have choice. Short, short life, and let's dance while we're here. So, Ooh, hallelujah! I'm up for dancing. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Elsbeth and Freddie. I really appreciate your time, your wisdom, your enthusiasm, and your fun. Thanks, <laughs> Thank you. And thank you to our audience, to those of you who have stayed with us and received this wonderful gift of today. Thanks for being with us here at Wisdom Talk Radio. And remember that you can join us here regularly for more wisdom, discovery, and illumination. And of course, you can find us wherever you do listen to your podcasts. And please leave us a review because when you do, that alerts other people to the fact that, hey, there's something worth listening to here. There's something worth being a part of. And it allows more people to access this kind of wisdom. And it also helps to transform the world. The three of us are about transforming the world, I would say. And uh, for more about how to thrive with your own quantum connection, take the quantum connection quiz now. There's a lot to receive. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us here at Wisdom Talk Radio. We wish you well in your conscious explorations. For more information and to join in the conversation, our website is wisdomtalkradio.com or at Wisdom Talk Radio on Facebook. <laughs>